Okay, today's daf is Pesachim daf Nun Aleph. We are on Nun Amid Beis, two lines from the Banam B'nei Choyzois. We are continuing our parak, which focuses on Minhagim. I apologize for the shorter share today. It is a Monday afternoon, and as we know, Mondays are a little uh, shorter on the, on the uh, commentary, but there's a lot to discuss on today's daf. Okay, continuing the topic of community minhagim. So So we know, we learned previously that when it comes to Afrash Aschala, it has to be lechem. Lechem means one of the five grains. Wheat, barley, oats, spelt in rye. Yet the Bnei Chayzai, they would do Afrash Aschala on rice. When they would make rice cakes, they would do Afrash Aschala. So also, Amalei Rav Yosef, they told Rav Yosef what was going on. Amalei Nechla Zarba I have a great idea. Let's go. A non-kain, a regular Yisrael, will go to their home and eat their challah, meaning they're going to do afresh challah on rice. Go eat it and show them that there is no problem with this. One second, you're allowed to do that. Let's see, there are things that are mutter, but yet there are people that are, have a minog to be machmer on it. You can't be mako in front of their face. Why is that? So we'll see in a moment. So the question is, why are you allowed to go eat the challah on their rice cakes? You're not supposed to be make all fe hold this is a problem. Don't show them it's mutter. I'm alive, la miyat my Allah. Didn't we say Omar al Khista Viklutai? It's only talking about Kutim. In those times we're gonna see the Gmar Khun that discusses the status of a kuti, but at those times they were considered part of Klai Yisrael. They barely kept on to the religion. So by a kuti, we're concerned if you're makel for them, so then they're gonna throw the whole religion in the garbage. They're gonna say, Oh, you're allowed to do this on Shabbos, so it must be I'm allowed to drive on Shabbos. Because you're being so makel. So therefore, it makes sense for them, don't tell them certain things are mutter. Whatever they keep, let them keep what they keep. Kutoy my time. They're going to be masrech. They're going to spoil, meaning they're going to keep going, and it's a slippery slope. I people here also, if you tell them you don't have to do a fresh salam on rice, you eat it, then they're not going to know that rice is not from the Chamesh Saminim. They're going to think that you don't have to do fresh salam anymore, progressive Judaism, and they're not going to do a fresh salam at all. Salam Ravashi Chazinim, we have to figure it out. Iruban Arvez Achli. If, in fact, most of the people of Chazai eat rice, they're gluten-free, then we should not eat their challah, their hafrashas challah, to show them they're wrong. Don't do that. Because if that's what they typically eat, is just rice, so they're not going to remember this halacha of hafrashas challah, they're going to forget it. So it's a good way for them to remember that there is some content of hafrashas challah. However, if they all eat, most of them are eating, you know, dagon, they eat gluten they eat wheat then you should show them that it's wrong there's always a, a, a concern that if you are too machmir it's going to be a chumrah that's mevili de kula it's going to bring to a kula and here specifically it's going to bring it to a kula in hal itself because there's a halacha of co- combination of different doughs if you do afoshas chala from rice uh, and you're using rice to do a fresh challah on wheat, it doesn't work because it, there's no challah chiyuv on rice. But if they think they're both chayiv, they're going to end up eating tevel that didn't have a fresh challah. So therefore, it's a kula, it's a chumrah hamevi lide kula. So the Bali Musa write that you see this over here, there's a concept of chumrah hamevi lide kula, and a person always has to figure out whenever they try to take on more, they want to take on a, you know, a bigger chumrah. You have to see, is it, is it going to cause you to be makele in other areas of halacha? Okay. 
Just by the way, one more uh, interesting topic here is that there's a concept that if you're mekel, if you're too mekel to the wrong people, then they're going to say, oh, halacha is not so, uh, not so stringent, and there's a slippery slope. And there's a little more to this, but for that reason, the, uh, most of the, uh, you know, the English halacha books, for some reason, this is part of it, they'll write, they'll be more machmer in the print and in their, either their Hebrew footnotes or the English footnotes, they will be more mekel. Why is that? Because they figure that someone who's a Tamar Chacham that goes through the, the footnotes, someone who wants to learn, he's, he's mevakesh in halacha, so when he figures out what's mutter or what's more lenient, he'll do it with Yerushimayim, and he'll understand the background. But to, to put kulas on the top of the page, where someone is just doing you know, light reading, that's a little more dangerous, and one should not just throw around these kulas because you see from here that people might just get the wrong idea of how halacha works. They'll think you know, Judaism is very progressive, and that is not exactly how we do things. So I just had an interesting story. Recently, I had a friend from, from yeshiva days I used to learn with, and he uh, somehow segued into Rabbanus. He was thrown into a position, and now he start, people start asking him Shilas. And uh, between me and you, I hope he's not listening to this, <laughs> the guy doesn't know the difference between whatever. He doesn't know the difference between a challah board and a above a kamba. So he asked me to, to learn with him. No problem. I'm not exactly the biggest Paisic either, but he, he figured, you know, whatever you know, teach me. That was really what he said. So I was nervous that if we start learning some of the sugyas and he starts getting a few kulas here, he's not going to have the Yerushimayim to realize, you know, what fits the exact case, what doesn't. So I spoke to one of my rabbeim, and he said, I have a great idea. Tell him you're not going to give him, you know, 10 minutes of kulas a day, because we don't do that. But you're happy to learn, you know, via Zoom, do a shulchan aruch, chavrusa, and we'll learn through the sugyas together in a very uh, deep way, taking notes and all that. So, kachava, I told him, let's do this. The first day he shows up with his pencil. We're learning through a tour and a and a machlekes habach and the and hataz back and forth. He never showed up again because someone who who really who has the yirushimayim, you could tell that he's willing to go through the sugyas, break his head, and try to figure out what the halach is. But someone who's coming, just tell me a bunch of kulas. So obviously they don't have the uh, the, the yirushimayim to be able to pass in halachas, and, and therefore they, they, they should not be in the realm of psak halacha. Okay, let's keep going. Gufa. So let's, we, we just said previously, So things that people are making on, you cannot, I'm sorry, people that, things that are mutter, but people are machmaron, you shouldn't be making in front of their, in front of them. We're talking about kutayim. Ah, is that true? What about everywhere else? Two brothers are allowed to bathe together. They go to the mikvah together. However, there was a town called Kavul, where two brothers had a minog. The, the brothers were not bathed together. The sons of they, they bathed together in Kavavalazale and Kolomadina, the whole Medina, the whole Twitter and parlor and all your other uh, social media cancel culture. They said, hey, these guys are bathing together. They made they were mighty last in them. So I'm in the We never saw two brothers bathing together. And so Hilo decided, you know what? We will, I will not bathe together with my brother Yehuda. Now, 
What Hillel should have done, if we hold, you're allowed to be matter b'fneim. Why didn't Hillel say, guys, don't make up halachas. There's no, no such issue of two brothers bathing together. So why did he not tell them it's mutter? So it must be that for everyone else also, we don't tell them things are mutter, even though there's no source in halacha to be machmer. The b'risa continues. And we'll see what, what's going on. See, Yitzin be kordikisain be Shabbos. Halacha is one is allowed to go into Rishus Rabbim with a kordisain, uh, uh, sorry, a kordikisain, which these wide shoes which don't really fit. Maybe your Crocs or clogs and oat. Vein Yitzin be kordikisain be Shabbos biri. But the people in biri would not go out. Maisi pidu v'hilabanu shavgamliyah shatz be kordikisain be Shabbos biri. They were wearing their flip flops in biri. V'laz lein medina v'am remainu lemeinu kach. Nobody's allowed to do that. Ushmatum and they took them off from the sin of them and they gave it to the nachri. Sounds like, how can a nachri take it? Interesting question. They didn't want to tell them, by the way, guys, you're wrong. You are allowed to wear this. By the way, this is actually a halacha discussion in Mesech Shabbos and in Hilchus, uh, in, in, in Simon Shin Aleph, in halacha. Do we pass like this Gemara? And the Ardu sheet does it hold one cannot. So, la uh, halacha, just by the way, if someone has is, wants to wear Crocs or uh, those, those type of sandals, so as long as it fits normally and there's no concern it's going to fall off, so l'chaira, kuliyama maidim, that there would not be an issue of wearing them on Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah. Okay, next. The Yoshina Safsali Nachim Shabbos. Let us sit on the Safsali Nachim on the merchants' uh, benches on Shabbos. However, in Akko, they would not sit on these benches on Shabbos because it looks like you're doing business. We never saw this. So Nishmat, said, you know what, I'll, I'll sit on the floor. And he did not tell them, by the way, it's mutter. So you see three cases that even though these people weren't kutim, we would not tell them it's mutter. If they had a minog not to do it, so we just accepted the minog. So the Gemara says, If they do not have Rabbanon by them, and therefore there's no Tamidah Chachamim, they are considered Kutim, as we mentioned before. There's a concept of not being makele to people that are not really going to get it. There's a certain sophistication you have to, you have, to have in order to be able to approach halacha, and these people did not understand that. They didn't have the nuance, and therefore, it was better for them to do something wrong, which is, has no basis in halacha, than for us to tell them, by the way, that thing that you're doing all these years, it's mutter. You don't have to do what you're doing, because now they're going to say, oh, so maybe I don't have to keep Shabbos. Maybe I don't have to keep Kashrus. Okay, so the Gemara says, Bisham Asaf, by the way, what was the source of this minog? When it comes to the benches, it looks like you're selling on Shabbos. Maybe the shoes are going to fall off. What was this business of two brothers not being able to bathe together? So the Gemara says, Kedetanim, you're allowed to bathe. You could, you could bathe in a you know a public shower. Chutz me other or mikvah, except for a person going with his father, the chamev, and his uh, his father-in-law. Rashi explains that there's a concept of hira because that's where he's from, and that's where his wife is from. The bal imoyobal person should not go to the mikvah with his mother's baal, which is, you know, a stepfather, or his brother-in-law, which is very nagas. Sometimes you go to you go to mikvah, family trip to the mikvah, you gotta be careful. Let's say your father needs you to help him get up the steps or whatever, then you are allowed to go. The same would apply to his mother's husband. You could also go up and help them you know, in the mikvah itself or the bathhouse. 
Okay. Va'asu inu v'gazer b'shneachin. And the people of Kavul, they did not allow two brothers. Why? Mishum balachaisi. Once two brothers go, then it's already a family trip. The, the brother-in-law is going to go get in the car and go down to, to the mikvah together. So they made this type of gzeira atu balachaisi. Tana tamad le'yichetzim rabbi. A tamad should not go bathe with his rabbi. By the way, this is two halachas here. One is as kavod rav. A person should not see his rabbi undressed. Additionally, the rabbi should not be undressed in front of his talmidim. You know, a rav should not jump to a swimming pool with his uh, with his mutter. If his rabbi needs him, then it would be mutter. I think Rabbi Tights was famous for for putting on his jacket or a hat every time he met one of his uh, balabatim because a rav has to has has to have that self respect in front of his talmidim. And he learned it from this halacha of Talmud Layirchatzim Rabbi. Just an interesting halacha that comes out from this that there's a halacha that a, that a, a father cannot go bathe with his son. So the Nite Gavriel, Rav Gavriel Tzino, the, uh, the Papa Dayan, in his Sefer on Shabbos, and this is also found in Rav Harfinus Svarim, they talk about some issues that they have in the, in the Chasidish world with mikvahs. So they say that children should never be going to the mikvah because they can't go with their father since their father is not allowed to go with them at the same time, and to go without their father, that how crazy can you be to send your son to a mikvah without going, without being there, without accompanying him? Therefore, they hold that anyone under a certain age should not be using the mikvah. The truth is, theoretically, the father could stay dressed and watch his kid, but whatever. Uh, that's a good, uh, good point by the Nithik Avriel in his Sefer on Hilcha Shabbos. Okay. Next, so we're going to get into a little bit about chelev. So the halacha of chelev, that a person is not allowed to eat. Chelev is isokaris. He spent some time talking about it. There is a machlekas regarding a certain piece on the stomach. We're not going to get into this now. We'll learn this in Mesefus Chulin, Daf Memtes, regarding the details of chelev. But kiyasu rabba rachana achal da'aitera. He ate the chelev called da'aitera. Ul legabe rabba vira sab rabba rei davuna came in the chazina kasaminayu. When rabba vira sab and rabba rei davuna came into his room, he 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 saw them. He hid the fat that he was eating. Also ramli labaya, they told abaya the story. I guess they weren't uh, gossiping. They just wanted to know what the halachas are. Malahu shavinchu kikutai. You, uh, you, 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 uh, you, you acted in front of them like they were kutayim, because if it really is mutter, you should have told them, guys, have some chelev with me, right? So by, by not showing them that it's mutter, you basically showed them that they were kutayim, or people that were not talmidah chanim. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Bachana, Leslie Hatnan, he didn't hear this Mishnah. The Mishnah says, So since he went to Bavel, and in Bavel they didn't eat this fat, he shouldn't have eaten it either because he was in the Chumrah. He should take on the Chumras of the place that he went to. So Amar Abaya, Hani Mili, Me Bavel, Le Bavel, Me Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael. That's talking about someone goes from Bavel to, 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 to Bavel or from Eretz to Eretz Yisrael. I'm Bavel Eretz Yisrael, I'm But if you're going from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, you do not have to take on the Menhagim of Bavel. Why? Because we are subjugated to the Psak of Eretz Yisrael, or as some of the Rishonim point out, Rashi and Chulun points out that in Eretz Yisrael they still had the, the real genuine smicha. So the people in Bavel 
would 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 have to go with the psak of Eretz Yisrael, Avdinon Kivasayu, and therefore they could still keep their own minog. So even though Rav Barachana went to Eretz Yisrael, went from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, he didn't have to be machmer like the people in Babel. So that's talking about a person has no intention of going back. Then he keeps the minog hamakayim. Rav Barachana he had intent to go back, and therefore he did not have to keep the minog hamakayim. He was able to keep his original minog, but he wouldn't be able to do it before Hesya, or be a machleka, so he could do it with sinah. This does come up, there's a taz in the, talking about the halachis of keeping two days yantif and chutzlaretz for a, a uh, Eretz Yisrael, like a person who came to, came to the States for, to visit his in-laws for yantif, but really he lives in Eretz Yisrael, so he only has to keep one day. So what is he allowed to do with sinah? Can he watch TV when no one's looking? This is a very good question. We will talk about it tomorrow, as tomorrow's daf segues into the discussion of keeping two days of Yantav. Let's keep going. Amalei Rabba Bar Barachana Levrei Bani Loi Toicha Lo Lefanai Vloi Shilo Lefanai. So he's talking about this Chelev Hayeser, the fat. He said, don't eat it uh, when you're. The, uh, you, you shouldn't eat this Chelev Loi Befanai Vloi Shilo Befanai. Why? Because Ani Shavisi as Rabbi Yochanan Shacha. I saw Rabbi Yochanan eating it. Meaning I was Zoycha to see Rabbi Yochanan eating it, and he was Mekel. So Kedayu Rabbi Yochanan Lismechalal Befana Veshloi Befana. Ata Lai Reisa I say Lotecha Bein Befana Bein Shloi Befana. You you didn't see Rabbi Yochanan. You should not. You cannot be Soymech on the fact that I saw Rabbi Yochanan eating it, and therefore you will not be able to eat it. So it seems like according to this, the standard is only the person that saw the Gadol being Mekel. Meaning we haven't accepted halacha. The halacha is something is Aster. You saw Rabbi so-and-so, Gadol Hadar, eating it. So for you, you saw him doing it, so you could be Mekel. But to tell the world that it's mutter, even your own son, not only you who saw, you could be Mekel. And we're going to see that there seems to be a contradiction. The same story of Rabbi Bachana, the same uh, Amaira, contradicted himself elsewhere. Why? Because Rabbi Yechonazar told me, so it's very important, he only told me this, that Rabbi Yechonazar speaking, he says, one time I entered, I found Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yosi ben Lakonya, Lagina Venato Svichi Krov. So I once followed them to a garden, so Nun Aleph from the base, and they took Svichi Krov. So there's a concept in Mesechtas Shvius, and Mishnah is called Svichim. So svichim is basically uh, incidental growth, meaning there's, a, there's an issue of growing product, growing uh, produce during the year of Shemitah. What about svichim, things that grow on its own? So the halacha is that after Shas Habir, which we briefly mentioned, we'll get to it a little more uh, later on in this parak. there's a halacha that after the time of beer, where all the f- the, the produce in the field is gone and the animals have eaten it up, you have to take out the, the fruit that you, that you put inside. That's called beer. Now, the svichim, the incidental growth, we're going to see as a machlekes if that is, also has the status of shvius, of shemitah. Rabbi Kiva holds yes. When it comes, now, although Rabbi Kiva holds yes, that it does have the status of shemitah, there's a vegetable called kruv, which means cabbage. The point that the truth is today doesn't have to apply to cabbage. The point is, any vegetable that would never have beer, which means they would never finish, they, they would never be totally consumed in the field. There would always be something in the field, and therefore they would never have a shas beer. They would have to go take it out from your house. That's called kruv. And the question is, since there's never going to be a time that this would be usser, l'chaira, 
these should be mutter. And we're going to see there's a machlekes of kruv, the cabbage is usher as well. There are details to it. There's a huge tisvus here. There's Rashi, but we're just gonna we're really gonna skip it. We're just gonna point take out what we need for our parak of makom shenagu. Okay, so. Achal, he ate the kruv, and he gave me, you're allowed to eat it in front of me. But when I'm not around, you cannot eat it. Why? Because I could rely on Rab Shimon, and I could eat the kruv of Svichim, even Shloi Bafanov, but I tell you, you're not eat. So you see, there's a difference because over here, He's allowing the third hand, the third generation, to eat it. Meaning, Rabbi Shimon is the one that was Mekel. Who saw this? This was seen by Rabbi Yechim and Elazar. Not only is he eating it, he's allowing uh, Rabbi Barbarchana to eat it. However, in the first case, Rabbi Barbarchana told his son, you can't eat it, only I could eat it. So you see there's a difference between the two. Okay, my Rab Shimon, where do you see Rab Shimon discussing Sviche Kruv, our mother? The Tanya Rab Shimon, I'm Kola Sviche, no Svichim, which means vegetables that grow on their own. Assume they're usher to eat from the Zman beer and on. Chutz mi Sviche Kruv, why? Because there is no such thing like Kruv that the animals will eat up. And therefore, there's never going to be a zman beer. The zman beer of shemitah is when the 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 animals have consumed this type of vegetable. Kruv is different, so there's never a time to aser. And it wasn't grown on shemitah. No one no one actually did an iser by growing it. It grows on its own. So this is called svichim, incidental growth. They're both going even in the sheet of Rabbi Kiva. Meaning Rabbi Kiva is machmer on Svichim. They're arguing would Rabbi Kiva's din apply to Kruv, the Tanya. The Pasuk says in, I think it's Parshas Bahar, it says, They're going to ask, what are we going to eat in the seventh year? And the Pasuk continues, We weren't able to plant, they weren't able to gather our tools. Hey, if you didn't plant, where exactly were you planning on collecting the, the produce? You, you didn't plant. Ah, so it must be what could grow without me actually planting. We make a exera. If you allow people to eat the incidental growth of this svichin, of kruv, of cabbage, so they'll assume all svichin are matter. Atushar svichin da'ama. They'll be an incidental rabbanan. Rab Shimon savar loigaz yun svichin kruv atu svichin da'ama. That's where Rab Shimon himself was meiko. And therefore, we have this whole discussion of who saw him being Mekel, and maybe perhaps others could be Mekel as well, but it is not a standard Psak. The standard Psak is at the Chavim, that Tzvichei Krov are Asr as well. One more piece. So the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said a few things. The Mishnah said, when you go from place to place, you have to take on the Chumras, you, you, you retain the Chumras of your place, and you take on the Chumras of the new place, and don't change So the Gemara says, Bishlam, I understand the first case, if you go from a place that works, so in your town, they work Erev Pesach before Chatzais, and now you went to a new town that they don't work, so you, go, you take on the Chumras of the new uh, new, 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 new village, 
and don't work in their face because if you do, you're causing machlekes. And that's the pshat of the Mishnah, which says, the al yeshana, don't change from what they're doing. Even though you, you come from city A, where they work, don't work in city B, Arab Pesach, because ne machlekes is going to cause them to, to get upset at you. What, what are you working here? Veloy leaven and don't work. And what if you go from a place where they don't work? You, you are from the, the Machmer town. And then you go to a place where they do work. Don't change from what you're doing. Sorry, it sounds like don't change from what they do. And you should work. Hold on a second. You're not allowed to work. You come from, your minig is not to work at our face. So why are we forcing you to work? We say you retain your own chumras. So why would you be able to work in the second place? Abai says a reisha. It's only talking about the reisha. That, that a person, if it's be machmir, like both. But not to be makel and work in the new village. If you come from a place where they don't work, just because you went to a new city, you still should not work. And What's the line of Al Yeshana Adam Neemachlik? It's only talking about the first case that you should not work in front of their face because they hold its usr. So don't change. Rav Amar, Rav says, La'olam, I can translate the term, the, the sentence, Al Yeshana Neemachlik, even on the Seifa. And how do you read the Mishnah? The Mishnah says like this Why should you. Let's say a person comes from a place that they don't work. And he goes to a place that they do work. We're saying, Loy Al Yeshana, don't change from what you do. You don't work. So, still, even though you're going to a village where they do work at Pesach, you don't have to change. Why? Because, don't change because you don't need to change. There won't be machlekes from the very fact that you're not working. Micah Amrit. Why? Because, Aye. The, the one who sees me is going to tell me that it must be this person holds Malacha Asr, that you're not allowed to work, and therefore he's going against our practice to work on Arab Pesach. No, Mima Amri, Kamabatloni, Havi Bishukha. There are plenty of people that are not working. They're going to see you come to town, and you're hanging around Arab Pesach. They're not going to say, oh, it must be this person is going against our minute. Our minute is to work Arab Pesach. This person thinks he's better than us. He's not working Arab Pesach. That's not what they're going to say. They're going to say, hey, he's on vacation. He's visiting his in-laws. He never works. He's a trust fund baby. There's plenty of people that don't work every day. So whenever it comes to not working, it's easy for one to, to keep his own chumrah. Your chumrah is not to work Arab Pesach. So just because you went to a town where they do work, you don't have to work. Why? I, it's going to cause machlekes. No, I machlekes. Don't assume you have to change because it's going to be a machlekes. It's not going to be machlekes in this case because they'll say the reason why this fellow is not working is because kama There are plenty of people that don't work.